Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I like to pay respect to the Buddha. I like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello everyone. Uh, hope everything's going well today with you. Um, hopefully you are doing okay. Okay. Um, so how is your practice so far? Getting any better? The same? Nothing changed or what's happening? What is going on in your head? What is you feeling right now? Are you harboring? Are you harboring any um, negative thought inside of you? You have some kind of anxiety or some kind of uh, sadness or anger that you are holding on to? Is there anything like that? Or your mind is pleasant? Are you having pleasant feeling? And I mean pleasant, not happy. Talking about pleasant, peaceful um, you know, mind. The mind that is at ease, the mind that is not jumping around. Okay, so what is going on? Okay, so that's the question I have, right? What's going on uh, in your in your day to day um, mental activities? Are you able to observe the the mind function that is operating um, constantly? Um, how are you doing with that? Do you have anything inside? Is you are you feeling heavy? Is you are you have a, a tight to tightness to the chest, you don't feel good because of certain situation, because of certain people. Um, what is the issue that you have? What is it that is running in your mind or off and on that is going off and on in your mind? Because there's no such a thing that the mind can reside in a negative mood all the time. The mind change, it switch um, from from one kind of mind to the others, depending on the condition, depending on the triggers that the mind receive. Right, that the sixth sense receive. 
so the mind doesn't stay still. The mind always change, right? From one moment to the next. One at one moment, you are pleasant. In the next moment, something doesn't happen the way you want or the way you like. Um, then your mind change to being discontent, having issue with the situation or with the people. So that's how the mind works, right? The mind change from one moment to the next. It's just like the cloud passing through the big blue sky. Okay, you have small cloud, you have big cloud, you have white clouds, and you have dark clouds. And all clouds are passing by, are changing. And there are times that there is no cloud in the sky. The sky is clear, right? And that is when your mind is clear. See? So that is pretty much very similar to how the mind works. And that's, it, that's how it is. And you, so when the mind is always changing like that, you know, if you become aware of the mental activities that is going on, that's changing, all the time that there's nothing that you can grab hold on to right as something that you can always you know have a grip on that uh, that's it and you can and you don't let go and it remains the same there's no such a thing right the mind is always changing everything is changing right so Whatever that's happening in the mind at this moment right now, it doesn't stay the same. And just like I have mentioned many times before, everything you see is brand new. Whatever you hear is brand new. But things is changing at such a fast, fast, fast uh, pace. We are not able to recognize that change, but that kind of understanding needs to uh, requires you to sit down and think about it a little bit. Okay, whether it is true or not. Right, just like I mentioned before. One of the examples, like uh, the uh, when you look at the candle flame, you see the flame that is burning looks like the same flame, right? It's just moving a little bit here to the left or to the right, depending on the wind, right? So it looks like the, the same flame that is burning on that candle, right? But you know better that after a while the the candle keeps getting shorter right the candle keeps getting shorter and the wick is burned off okay and the wax is burned off so 
what it's doing is that the flame that you're looking at even though it looks like just one single flame making the movement it is not right it's a brand new flame all the time that it keeps burning using the wax and the wick right? without the wax or the wick the flame would go out just you know boom like that done so it's the same thing as you're driving a car your engine the car engine it needs gasoline you know it's going like that and it seems like okay nothing changed but it's actually it's consuming gas right um, without gas it stops so that's how the mind works it's the same thing see it's the same thing it seems like uh, we are in a pretty you know steady stable uh, mode you know, as you are sitting there let's say as you are sitting there listen to what I'm talking about here to, to what I say have to say or whether you're walking or whether you're driving everything seems to be eh, you know like normal but in in the ultimate reality everything is changing underneath right it all at a very fast pace but we just not aware of it so we take it for granted say oh okay nothing's changed things the same right conventionally we may say that seems like you know at the surface level things seem to be pretty uh, uh, stable and normal but the actuality the ultimate reality behind all of these behind the the your being conscious being aware of your surrounding being alive meaning there's energy going on inside right and that is changing all the time okay that keeps you conscious okay the the, the life energy is burning inside of you all the time okay otherwise your body will turn cold and it's the end of the body right so yeah feel you feel yourself it's warm because there's life energy going on inside of your body that keeps your heart pumping all the time right now you're sitting there you have you you don't know what is going on inside right it seems you're pretty uh okay but what you're not aware of is that like your blood is running right now okay because you know your heart is pumping blood right and your blood is moving through all your vein right you all you know that right now it's moving it's moving out it's moving in moving out and moving in but do you feel it you don't you see 
unless you are uh, one of those people who do the uh, samadhi meditation who uh, can get uh, you know to a, a quiet state of mind then you can feel you know if you concentrate yourself into that kind of uh, yeah, meditation you know you you calm your mind down and you just feel the inside and then you start to hear the the engine inside of you that is moving and you can start to feel the blood flowing right from the heart to the to the tip of your of your finger to the tip of your toes to all the way to your head and to your right to your feet it's moving everywhere but do you know right now you don't you see everything is running is burning life energy is running is keeping you conscious which in the conventional sense we call keeping all of us alive right but it's doing it all by itself you not you know you do nothing okay you do nothing yeah maybe you eat and drink but even though when you eat and you drink, you say you do the eating and drinking, but actually it's the body that is demanding food, demanding water. Okay? And when the body de- makes that demand, the mind that lives with the body react to what the body is saying. So the mind order you order the body to walk to the kitchen and you think you're doing all that okay you think you are doing all that but in actuality it's the body and the mind working together to keep itself alive to keep you conscious okay you have nothing to do with it you but the thing is being a human you uh, you become conscious and you have this special gift that we call intelligence that enable us to recognize this thing okay to recognize life as it is that is a special thing about us human being okay and for animals, it's the same thing. They are able to recognize themselves as, as life. Okay? As life. Also, they, go to, they have similar experience with us. You know, hunger, pain, okay, pleasure, things like that. They have very, exactly the same thing like us. The only thing that they don't have is the uh, the high level of intellectuality that we have, that human have. Right? Yeah, we know. So we we can label things. We can label um, our arms. Okay, let's call this fingers. Let's call this arm. Let's call this legs. Let's call table. Let's call that a chair. Let's call this a head, the eyes, and stuff like that. Right? 
But for animals, they don't know what it is, what legs is or wings are. They don't know anything, but they just, they just, they be with it. They just eat, you know. They just, okay, this is what I use to walk. This is what I use to fly. Okay, so they know how to protect. It's an instinct, right? But for us, see, for animals, they don't know, okay, that's called wings. That's called um, legs. They don't have things like that. Right? They don't have the intellectual ability like us. Right? But we do. Human, you know, we all do. But, so, we are, as we are burning our energy, we are conscious, right? So as we are conscious, okay, we experience things. Everything is passing by, is coming and going. The mind is experiencing everything, okay, correct? That's what we've been talking about, right? The mind has been experiencing everything. Okay, so here you go. You have your five senses, and the five senses experiences everything. Okay, um, you have vision. You see objects out there that is passing through your eyeball, and it goes to the sixth sense. The same thing with your ears when you when you hear sound, it comes through the the ear system, okay, now you hear, and then after you hear it, it's just a sound, whatever that sound is, whether it's somebody talking, or it's a language, or singing, or music, or something fell down, whatever that sound is, it just passes through your ears, and goes into the sixth sense where it makes the interpretation, and it does make the reaction. So, thing is moving along. Right? Things are moving along. Okay? So, who we are conventionally, we are the consciousness that is received, that is constantly experiencing everything through our five sense doors. Right? The five sense doors are the eyes, the ears, the nose, the tongues, and the physical body. Right, these five senses bring us life experiences as they pass through, and it goes. All the experience, are the, are the 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 triggers that goes to touch, that goes through the five sense doors to touch a sixth sense, which we call the mind itself, okay, the big kahuna, the central CPU, okay, where we are, where we generate the different emotions, the different feelings that we have throughout our days, okay, so like, uh, again, like you, when you see people 
when you see people that you like, meaning you have registered that person uh, in your memory as a nice person before. So when you see the person again, you say, ah, that's a nice person. Okay. What you not realize is that when you see that person, that person is also a brand new person. It's not the same person as you've seen before. Because you are also brand new. Everything in you is changed. You're never the same. You're not a single uh, object that does not change. Your body is changing all the time, right? All your cell is changing. Your energy is changing. It's burning. Okay? And the experience that you are experiencing is changing just like the candle flame. So you are new all the time. Okay? You are new all the time. So is everyone else. You see? And nothing stays the same. That's what what impermanence means. Everything that we are experiencing is always new. We never experience anything that is old. Okay? That's why there's a phrase that says, you can never touch the river water twice. It's always going. You cannot touch the same water twice. It's the same as a waterfall. It comes and it's gone. It's new water all the time. The same as you. Okay? We are part of this big, big, humongous energy flow. Everything is moving. Everything is flowing. Energy is flowing. Okay? Physical energy or consciousness energy, which is we call life energy that keeps us running, that is burning inside, is running. Okay? The so-called you that you think you uh, exist, like two minutes ago, that you is gone. This is the new you. And this is the new you again, again, and again. You see, another word, there is no real you anywhere. You see, there is no real you anywhere. You seem to, you, the way that we all experience things right now, it seems so uh, stable and stuff. That's on a conventional level. At the surface level, Everything seems, pretty, you know, pretty uh, stable, right? It's stationary. It's not going anywhere. That's what it's, it looks like to you and to me, right? At the surface level, okay, at the what we call the worldly level here, the world that we experience, yeah, it looks pretty, uh, you know, uh, stationary, you know, nothing move, might change, might, depending on, you know, where you're at, but 
you don't see the wall change or you don't see the table change, right? Because that is the ability of the eyes of that is designed to experience things on, in this world. But underneath of it all, you are never ever the same person twice. You're never ever the same person. You are always new all the time. There's no such a person as uh, a, a you that is the same from yesterday to today. No. You're always new. You see? Look at the picture, old picture that you have. Look at your old picture from 10 years ago. When you, were, when you were in elementary school, when you were in high school, when you were in whatever age you were, look at that picture. Where did that person go? Did that person really exist? Did that kid really exist? Okay, if that, per, if that kid actually existed, then that kid would have been there still. It doesn't change, right? If the kid actually existed then, then the kid would be still here. But the kid changed. The, the kid only happened to be in that particular moment, at that time, at the you know, faster than the blink of an eye, and then it keeps changing. That kid, in, ulti- on the, in the ultimate reality, that kid never exists. There's a changing all the time. So the same as right now, up until this moment, you, uh, you never actually exist. Because there is nothing that is so-called you that you can grab hold on to and you say, aha, that's it. I'm gonna grab all hold on to this and that is it. Right? That it does not change. It doesn't, it's not like that. That it always change. So how can you hold on to something? How can you call something that is always change as somebody or as something for that matter okay how can you call something or somebody as something that is always changing all the time so in that sense all right in that sense you never really exist at the ultimate level existence only exists on the conventional level. Okay? On, at the ultimate level, you and I and everyone else and everything in this cosmos doesn't exist. Okay? Now, that is something for you to think about. At the ultimate level, there isn't such a thing as existence. But 
at the conventional level or at the worldly level, there is existence. So, the so-called existence, as we know it, as we are experiencing it right now, this is the manifestation of the great, great, great nothing. Right? Uh, whether nothing or what, it's hard to say. You know, whatever the word that you want, you want to use. But I think you know what I'm talking about. Because the way we come to experience the world, the cosmos, is based on life energy. This energy that is humming within us, all of us right now. Okay? It is running. It is keeping the body warm. It's going. All the time. This is the energy that gives us the experience of what we call life. Okay? It gives us this experience of what we call life. And everything is new all the time. It's changing all the time. The person that you see right now, your wife, your daughter, your sibling, your enemies, your co-workers, your friend, your whoever, every time you see it, it's brand new. From one nano, even fraction of nanosecond to the next, everything is changing. Everything is new. And everything is happening again, and it is happening continuous, continuously from one moment to the next based on right condition. You see? Based on condition. The one condition is right for any particular things or for any life. Uh, energy to manifest, then it manifests. Okay? So, our manifestation is based on right condition. If the condition is not right, the candle goes out. Right? When the wax is gone, the candle goes out, the flame goes out. When the wick is burned off, the flame goes out. Okay? When the life condition that is running within us right now, okay, we have multiple conditions that comes together to work to, to give us this consciousness that we call life, that we are experiencing. All the different conditions is, uh, is right in order for life energy to keep running in in every one of us. Life energy that is running in every one of us right now is because the condition is right. The condition of what? Let's say 
Your heart is healthy. Your stomach is working pretty good, good condition. Your liver, your kidney, your pancreas, your intestine, you name it, your gland, all the different conditions, all right? And they are still working fine. And all these conditions, as long as the conditions are okay, then life energy continues within us. But when the condition is not right, something goes kaput. Something stops working. The wick is burned off. The wick is gone. Which means, you know, the liver stops functioning. Or there's some kind of disease that uh, causes whatever organs to stop function. Then there goes the condition that supports our life energy. When the condition is not there, there's no life. You see? When the condition is not there, there's no life. And that's what we call the breakdown of the body. Okay? In Buddhism, in Buddha's teaching, we don't call people die. We call, or we call the body breaks down. When the condition is not there together, then something stops working, then the body breaks down. And that's the end of the body. And at the end of the body, then this consciousness, uh, life consciousness cannot keep operating on this body because the condition is no longer uh, there that support the functioning of the body. So, when that happens, when the body starts working, what happens? When, when the body starts working, then life energy in our body ends. It, it cannot exist, it cannot function or operate in this body any longer because there is no right condition. And because of that, that life energy jumps. It's just like the mind. The mind jumps from one moment to the next. So life energy at that particular moment, at the most subtle level, is the same as, as the mind energy. Okay? So when the body breaks down and when that life energy in, in the body that you are right now stop working, life energy or your mind energy jump. Boom! It changes from the body that you're in and it takes up a, another form. It jumps into another form that can support it, okay? It jump onto another form that can support it, support that life energy. And what that form, that the next form that the life energy grabs on hold to, 
depending on the karma. Okay, whatever life energy at that particular moment grabs on hold to, depending on your karma, at that final moment of the uh, mental energy in your present uh, body. When it leaves, boom. Whatever the karma, uh, uh, whatever the, the 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 karmic energy shows shows up at that particular moment, it goes with the life energy to take up form, to take up a new form, and that new form depend on the karmic energy at that particular moment. Be it a new form as animal a new form as as a, a a bird a new form as an angel a new form as a hungry ghost or, or a new form as a brahma a new form as a hell hell uh, hellish um, being depending on the karmic energy okay so Again, so back to energy, back to who you are. Who we are is this energy. Okay? And what we are experiencing is everything is new, nothing old. So that's why many, many times you see a lot of teachers keep telling the disciple keep telling the practitioner to be here in the present moment because this is all you know you are aware of your present moment you cannot be aware of the past you cannot be aware of the future but you know what you are experiencing right now. This is the only moment that you should you you that you know and you should be paying attention to. Okay. The word past is something that human create. Okay. The word future is something that we human create. There is no such a thing as past or future. Everything is happening right now, at this moment, and that's it. Okay? If there is no, there's no time that's called past, it's all in the memory. It's just something that you write on a piece of paper. If you look at the piece of paper, and you wrote on something, right? You wrote something on. Do you call that piece of paper that you see is a past or present? Good. You look at it at the present moment. The paper is not the past. So there is no past time. There's only now. Okay? You are only now. You are never in the past. 
you're never in the future. That's what it is. You are experiencing everything in the present moment. And what is it that you're experiencing? Is everything that comes through your five sense doors, right? Your eyes, your ears, your nose, your tongues, and your physical feeling. That's what you're experiencing. That goes into your sixth sense, the big mind, the big kahuna. That's what you are. At a conventional level, and this world, that's what it is. You are experiencing it right now. And you're not doing it. You see? There's no you. It's, it's a flow of things. Right? You cannot change what you... When you go outside, or when you open your eyes, you cannot change what you see. You can turn left, or you can turn right. You can go from one place to, to another to see different uh, scenery. But whatever you see that falls upon your eyes, you cannot change that. Okay? When you look, when you, when you open your eye, whatever falls upon you, upon your eye, you cannot change that. Okay? Doesn't matter where you go. You go to the peak of the mountain. You go to the cave to meditate. You go to the beach. You go into the forest. Doesn't matter where you go. Whatever falls upon your eyes, you cannot change it. Whatever falls upon your ears, you cannot change it. When you go to the kitchen, when you go to the living room, you hear sound. When you go out there, you hear sound. You cannot change from what you cannot change what you hear. Okay? You can pluck your ear a little bit, but when you unplug, you will hear what you hear. You cannot change that, right? That is something that is very important. You cannot change things that is coming through your five sense doors. Those things you cannot change. Okay? Now, I hope you understand what I'm saying here. He said, oh, yeah, I can change. I can, I can, um, if I want to see that person, um, you know, uh, I go to, I, I go, I don't, I turn around and I turn away, go see another person. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. You don't like that person? Fine. Okay. You go to, a, to you go to a restaurant, go or whatever. Okay. Get away from that person. But what I'm saying is, Whatever you see, you cannot change that. Okay? Whatever you hear, you cannot change that. Okay? When you go to the beach, you're going to hear the wave. You cannot change that. Right? When it's windy, you can, you're going to hear the sound of the wind. You cannot change that. Okay? 
when you eat food, you're gonna taste something. You cannot change that. You can change food, okay? You can change from salty to sweet to bitter to whatever. Yes, but whatever it is, you cannot change it. When, when it falls upon your senses, you cannot change it. When it falls upon your senses, the five sense doors, you cannot change it. Okay? It is what it is. When you taste salty, it is salty. You cannot change from the salt from salty to sweet. It's not because it's salty. When you see the sky, you see the sky. You cannot change it from the sky to the roof. You have to turn your, you, you, you know, turn to look the roof. And you look at the roof, you're going to see the roof. When the roof falls upon your, your eye, you're going to see the roof. You cannot change it. Okay? So what, what, what is it that I'm trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, you cannot change what, falls upon your five sense doors. You cannot change what the five sense doors are experiencing. You follow me? I hope you follow me on this. Okay? Like, for ex- that's why, like you said, like, like, like this. Uh, let's say you have issue and stuff, and they all can't stand this. I want to go to a quiet place or something, meditate, you know, go to a retreat or something to get away from this craziness and all that. Okay, so you, you, so you change the scenery. You go to some place quiet to relax or vacation or whatever for a while. Or you feel relaxed because over there it's less hectic or not much, um, you know, going on. But wherever you at, you are still going to experience stuff through your five sense doors. You see? You cannot change that. That's what I'm talking about. Wherever you at, you cannot change what the five sense doors are experiencing. You can change scenery, yeah, but you cannot change what the five sense doors are experiencing. When you see, you see. When you hear, you hear. When you taste, you taste. When you smell, you smell. When you feel hot or cold, you feel hot or cold. That you cannot change. Wherever you're at. Alright? So, that is how you practice. That's how you get to understand. Okay, so that's what it is. But what you can change is at the mind level, at the sixth sense. That's what I'm trying to tell you. When you see the person that you used to not like, okay, the next time you see the person, the person is new. It's a brand new person. So are you. You are also a brand new person. But the thing is, we have that memory, that trigger. Okay, we have the memory. So when you see the person, the person is a brand new person. You cannot change from not seeing. It's too late. You already see the person. But watch this. 
your mind, right? Because of bad memory, your mind jump, your mind, um, your your angry mind or your hateful mind arise. See, that's where you can look at. Oh, wait a minute. I know I cannot change what I see. I already see the person. Too late. I cannot unsee. Cannot be. It cannot do that. I cannot unsee the person. I already see that person. But now your mind, the reaction of your mind, that's where you can have control over. That's where you can have an understanding. When the mind arises with unwholesome feeling, anger or hatred or jealousy or whatnot, you know, you see, at the sixth level, sixth sense, you know, oh, unwholesome feeling arising. Is this what I want? See, this is under your control. Okay? Usually, when you're not aware of this, you just react. Your mind just reacts swiftly. You become jealous, angry, or you hate the person, or whatever, right? Whatever that feeling is. But when you become aware of the teaching, when the mind, when the negative mind arises, you become aware right away. Oh, that person is a brand new person. But here, the mind is referring to the old memory. And it triggers the negative emotion. Do I want to do that? Or do I want to have peace of mind? Because that is your decision. And where, which way you want to go, it's up to you. You want to bring your mind into an agitated mode or you want to have peace of mind. Okay? Are you going to say, oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to let that guy have my peace of my mind? Or you rather have a peaceful mind? How you like it? It's up to you. But just become aware of what your mind is doing. Okay? What is your mind doing? And then, see, that's, that is the, the, the trick right there. The mind, the human is a, uh, is a creature of habit, right? When we are never aware of our own mental activity, the mind always reacts so quickly. That is the habit of the mind that we've been in for as long as we live. When we see this, we like it, we like, we don't like, we dislike, uh, you know, we scream, we yell, we uh, do this, we do that. Oh, I don't like it. Hey, why you do this? You see all that thing going on, the mind is going, that is, uh, that is the mind that is functioning on a, a, a default habit that we, that we are we have been accustomed to since birth. Okay? The mind like that has been like that since birth, since we were born. Okay? We react to this, we react to that, 
you know, oh, I like this, or like, oh, look at this, or, um, you know, jumping. That is called the monkey mind. Okay, the mind that is not aware of itself. Right, the mind that is not aware of itself. It's jump from this to that, from that to this, from one moment to the next, from one situation to the other. Okay, from from good to bad, from bad to good. One at one moment the mind is. Uh, pleasant the next moment the mind is crazy okay that is the monkey mind or the default mind that the mind have been in the habit of doing all of our life if that is the mind that you want to continue on that is your choice okay that is your absolutely your choice or if you rather choose a, a, a choice of becoming aware of what the mind is doing, then that's what, then you need to sit down and look at this mind, look at your mind. Okay? Because I know a lot of people, they say that it's really hard to break an old habit. A habit is something that is hard to break. And it depends. If you make it difficult, it is difficult. But why is it difficult? It's because you don't want to. I mean, the what it comes down to is this. If you're serious of changing something, first of all, right, first of all, you have to come to a, some kind of realization about you want to change something. Okay? Unless you want to change something, you're not going to do it. Okay? And so why would you want to change anything? You want to change something because you think that what has been is not working right. That's why you want to change. You don't want to change from good to bad, right? We as human beings, we always want to change from bad to good or from good to better. We want to progress, not uh, what you call regress or digress or whatever. We want to become better. When you're in a situation that, hey, you know, this is not good, I always have broken relationship, always have the fight, always have anger. And first, that's the first requirement. You have to come this realization that something is broken. Something is not working for you. And you want to fix that. That is first. It's just like an addiction, an alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever. Unless they want to change themselves, they're not going to find way. Okay? And when they say, oh, I like drinking, why change? See? I like smoking, why change? I like doing drugs, you know? Why change? You see? So when they, when they don't want to change, there's, there's nothing else to do. See, so it has to start with something that you, in you, that say something is not right. 
I can be better. Find something. There have to be a solution somewhere. So, that is the first requirement. In order to break a habit, you have to want it yourself. That, okay, I have had enough with this pain, with this suffering, the breakdown, the mental issue, the depression, the anger, the sad, the things that goes on in my family, in my life, or whatever, the stress. This is not good. This is not working for me. Uh, there has to be something that can help me there. This is what you need to have. Okay? And when you have that, the second thing is you have to find the right, uh, right way to approach how to look how to solve this very issue that you have. Okay? So that's the second thing. So first thing is you have to have this willing in you to change. And then second thing, you have to find the right way. Because a lot of people go find the wrong way and they end up somewhere else and, you know, get stuck in the same issue. You have to find the right way in order to get yourself out of the miserable loop, out of the depression, out of this anxiety, out of this uh, issue in your life, you need to get, you said, I want to get out of here. Okay, I'm, I, there has to be a way. So then that is the second. So when you do that, so that's, and third of, third of all, you are the one step ahead of a lot of people. Why? You already found Buddha's teaching. Buddha's teaching point you the way out. You see? And what is that way out? Now I'm coming back full circle. That way out is to look at your very own mind. Stop blaming what is going on out there. What falls upon your five sense doors, you cannot change. But what you can change is the reaction of your own mind. If you want to become, if you want to have peace, then you cultivate wholesome mind. When this unwholesome mind arrives, you see it. You say, that is unwholesome. That is anger. That's what caused me issue. That's what I don't want. So you say, ah, I see you now. That's what you're doing. And then you cultivate wholesome mind, and you see the result. What goes around comes around. And you will find it. Okay, I'm up to my clock now. So, until next time, I hope you get something out of this one. Namaste. Mm-hmm.